now it's time for part two of In the Moment. And now it's time for In the Moment shout outs. You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit. Because I swear to God, you're probably even closer than you think. Shout out to everybody who came out to the live. Yes. On Saturday to support us for our second live in the moment podcast. It was absolutely incredible. Thank you, thank you. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you to all who came out. Big thank you to our super listeners who showed up front row, custom shirts, showed up with stories to tell, mm-hmm. showed up not being afraid to be vulnerable and tell us about your lives and your situations. And just gave us an opportunity to go out there and be ourselves. Mm-hmm. I've been going on stage to perform in front of crowds for over 10 years now. Never had more fun in my life. It was a lot of fun. Wow. I had a shit ton of fun. And shout out to your family. Yes. Thank they, you. they were in the building. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how you would recover. Because I knew you was going to be you. Mm-hmm. I was never worried about you. I said that all week. When you had that conversation with your aunt in the green room. Oh. And I felt the energy. Yeah, you felt that. Your aunt not playing with nobody. None. No games. So much so I'm not going to talk about her. <laughs> I wanted no smoke with her. Mm. I was talking big shit in here. <laughs> and she sat down and she started giving that militant energy. Yep. Not a problem Legs over here. crossed. You know what I'm talking about? I was about to pretend like I've never known you. <laughs> Yo, I've never even met her. Yo, who's this? Hey. <laughs> <Right? laughs> so I said, I don't know if this is going to shake you. Because this is moments before showtime. Mm-hmm. You was like, you came over, we was lit, we was on our way, we was doing us, but then you you really had that conversation yeah. that I'm sure you were anticipating having with your aunt right before we went out there. And I'm so curious, and I've waited to ask you about how you felt leading up to it in the green room, walking out there, and then walking off. So, like, leading up to us showing there, because we came separate, right? I came with you, and then I had my mom and my aunt come later on and so when we got in there i was like oh it's like regular and then my mom and my aunt showed up i was like oh my god i'm no longer 29 i'm 16 again uh, <laughs> had to be on my best behavior but mm-hmm. then i was like you know what katie whatever let loose my, when my mom said i'm gonna get a drink it kind of put me at ease it's like okay my mom's in relaxed mode now my aunt she doesn't drink at all mm-hmm. never has i've never seen her grab a drink so i know that she is gonna be on it and i was just like you know what fuck it I was anxious and I was nervous, but the fact that they both showed up meant a lot to me that I was like, all right, mom, you know what to prepare for. Mom's like, yeah, it was going to be fun. And she was, she was cracking jokes, right? Mm-hmm. She was, she was having her a good time. And I looked at my aunt and I was like, you sure you're ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> and then my aunt tried to pull the, there's nothing that I haven't seen or experienced. Yes, you haven't she se-. did. Did you like, plan that or did that just happen? That just happened. That just happened. I mean, yeah. That conversation between that, y'all and the green no, room. No, I had no plans. Okay. I didn't, like, leading up to it, I didn't know what I was going to say to her. Because one of my best friends was like, Katie, you should have a talk with her before you go out there. But I didn't know what I was going to say with her. And I was like, you're probably right. I should. So then in that moment, I was like, you know what? Let me just talk to her and kind of a little bit prepare. Like, are you sure? You're not fully aware of everything that I do and how I do it. And that's when she tried to pull the, there's nothing that you see. I was like, okay, it's different when it's coming from your niece. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's different when it's coming from in-house. Anybody can say that about somebody outside, but someone that is basically your child, mm, mm-hmm. mm, it's, it's different. Not, 
And that's why she tried to do her little thing. She's like, it's okay. And then she did her little speech to us, both of us. She did. Which I did appreciate. I didn't expect her to do that. Mm -hmm. Where she's basically, you know, doing her well wishes, like, y'all going to do this, da 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 let's go. I was like, okay, cool, maybe. And so then after that. I think in her way, that was the best way that she can give you the go-ahead to go do what you do. That is. Yep. And that's always how she's been. Mm -hmm. Like, her love and support is not, I love you. Right. Go, it's, it don't come I'm like going to tell you in a different message, and it's going to be some secret thing. And I'm yeah. like, woman, just, you know nah, you love me. She tell like, you in military time. Yes. 18, 25, yo, 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 hold up, hold up, it's math. Yo, even when I called her out about being a military, she's like, yo, yo, we cutting that? Yeah, she did say that. Yeah, Yo, my mans. Yo, get the camera on my face. Yeah, she did, yeah. I'm her aunt. She said, yo, when the cameras go down, we'll talk. Yeah, And that's why I was like, she don't play about shit. Nah, not playing. That's how she was even growing up. She's so stern and strict that you really can't really read her. So when she did that for us, I was like, okay. She's cool. Mm -hmm. We'll be fine. Mm -hmm. And then that's when I finally felt at some sort of ease. I was still a little bit on edge, but there was a little bit of ease and like, okay, Katie, just whew, relax and go out there. Yep. And that's when I calmed down. And so then when Keon introduced me and I went out there on stage, I was like, well, this is perfect. I can only see the fir first row. So I can't even see nobody else. That's perfect because I knew they were sitting on the second row. I was like, oh. I can't even see their face. You know, and if I can't see their face, to me, it's like you're not there. Mm -hmm. And that's what put me at ease, I feel like. How did you feel when you very first walked out and you sat down and you said, this is real, I can't turn back now? Well, I had a glass of wine. So I use that. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but that glass was like my nervous drink. Anytime I, I felt, for me, like walking out was, oh, whew. I sit down, all right, we're here. Let's kind of gaze but kind of not look i have this thing where i will not look at a person directly mm -hmm. i can kind of like look past them like my, i see you there in my peripheral but i'll look past you because when i look past you my eyes go into this blur where everything's a blur mm -hmm. i don't have to really look anyone directly in their face right it's a thing i did i get that uh, <laughs> so i was Completely. like as long as i just kind of gaze sit down take a sip Keon, when are you bringing out Mo? Where's Mo? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt when I sat down. I was like, in my head, because Keon's like, how you feel, Katie? No, bring Mo out. Right, but right, I'm right, nervous. Right. <laughs> Did I turn it on yet? Did I turn the mic on? Yes. Uh, what do I do? Know? What do I do with my hands? I don't know what to do. I'm dancing as fast as I can. Oh, my God. And you come out, Katie, you sat in the wrong seat. I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> I done fucked it all up. <laughs> I was like, we just talked about this, Katie. How are you in the middle seat? I wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> I was like, Katie, just sit down. Just sit down somewhere. Yes. Um. So that part was a little bit nerve-wracking the first two minutes. Okay. And then afterward. You finally started to kind of feel like. <sighs> no, I looked you in your eyes. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> Mo's here. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I got you. I'm coming. I'm coming right after you. I know. But I needed you to sit down next to I me for the, the, the relief. Yes. I didn't feel any of that. Really? I don't think anyone did. No, not one. Everyone who has told me about your performance was like, she was amazing. I watched the videos of you coming out, I told you, before I came out. Mm -hmm. It didn't look an ounce of nervous, Katie. On the inside, I was freaking the fuck out. That's the way it goes. And that's what I'm telling you you should be proud of yourself for. Mm -hmm. Because that's hard. Yeah. That's not easy to get up there on that stage in front of all those people at a venue like that and do what you do and be yourself, especially in front of your family, let alone the other 200 and some strangers that are there. Like, yeah. 
That's not easy to do, but I do remember looking back on it and remember those times I came out there for the first time or the second time or the third time. And I think today sometimes I take it for granted a bit, and I got that from watching you go through it, right? Because I kept telling you and everyone else, like, this is kind of a Katie thing for me. And everyone kept saying, what are you talking about? This is a y'all mm-hmm. thing. Of course, it's an us thing, but as far as the experience of doing a live at a venue of that magnitude mm-hmm. in front of a crowd that big, no, it was bigger than me. I was so, like, in this for you. I mean, I, I didn't give a shit about me. And I was just wanted to, I wanted to relive what it felt like for me when I first did it. Mm-hmm. Because as nerve-wracking as it is in the, in the front end of it, the back end of it is, like, special, man. Yes. I'll never forget the first time I performed in front of my grandmother and in front of a crowd that I felt like I truly could have embarrassed myself if I wasn't built for it. Mm-hmm. And I did it. And it was excellent. It was great. And I was a lot like you. The night that it happened, it was like, eh. And I did something, right? And I was still kind of riding the wave. But when I truly got alone for my, and by myself for the first time, and I, I'll never forget, and I sat in my room and I yelled as loud as I ever yelled in my life because I was so damn happy. Mm-hmm. I was just so like, ah! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, wow, I really, I did that shit. Uh-huh. Because, I mean, if you take a big risk, obviously it's a big reward. Mm-hmm. And the biggest fear in life is, Typically, public speaking, not even death. Mm. So I was so curious as to, I was never curious as to how you would do, because I already knew you would do great. I had no doubt in my mind. I was more so curious as to how it was going to make you feel when it finally sunk in that I did that. So part of me felt great. I was like, this is good. This is great. And receiving positive feedback, especially positive feedback from from you, because I'm like, thank you for trusting me to go out here with you and do this. Um, but then there were moments afterward where I was getting in my head like, Katie, should you have said that? Should you have done that? Because oh, you've done differently. You know, like I do that. 10 I years started later. critiquing everything. Yeah. Um, in my head while I'm trying to bounce up, girl. People had fun. They had a good time. Why are you critiquing everything? I'm like, well, no, 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 no. Remember that one time I told the listeners what happened with the hat before the the episode Mm -hmm. even aired? Like, Mm -hmm. that's what I was focused on for a minute. Mm -hmm. I was like, damn, Katie, why'd you slip up and say that? And I was like, ah. You know, like, I was focusing on little things where I thought that I did wrong and what I could have done better that that night, especially even when you asked me, I couldn't live in the moment. You was like, well, how do you feel? This is a... I was like, "Ah, ah." You was focused cool. on everything you did wrong. Mm-hmm. That's a human experience. I still do that. I still do that on the bird show. I do that on in the moment. I do that at shows. I mean, my I didn't did. I don't even remember at this point. I think I've done thirteen comedy specials, mm-hmm. all over an hour and a half, all brand new material, and no one has ever walked away from my show saying I had a bad time. And I still think I suck every single show. And you don't. It that that's what it doesn't go away. Yeah. That's a part of what will continue to make you great. Mm-hmm. I think I read that in that book that um, B gave me about the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Mm-hmm. Is a lot of what makes the greats great mm-hmm. is they never think they're good. You always think, man, I can do so much better. Man, right. I shouldn't have made that one mistake, right? Once you start to feel like, oh, I got this. It's so easy for me. This is nothing. It's different. It's a different energy. You will learn a balance, though. As you as you continue to grow in this space of entertaining, you'll learn a balance of I'm not going to be perfect mm-hmm. on any night. Like I'm, I'm, you know, like I I remember Chris Rock having that big slip up, 
in his big moment of being the first comedian to go live on Netflix at a and he he slipped up. It took so much so he had to apologize. Most of us will slip up to the point where you won't know we slipped up, only we will. Mm-hmm. He slipped up to where everybody knew it. He had to keep going. It's Chris Rock. How long is he doing it before he did that Netflix special? A long ass time. It happens. It's a human experience. Not everybody is willing to get up there and do it. But when you do do it, you will learn that as much as I continue to mess up, I will continue to impress and entertain because that's exactly what the human experience is. Mm -hmm. That's what growth is. Right. And with that alone, if nothing else, you should be proud. I am. Because you killed that shit. Thank you. Congratulations. And if you missed it, <laughs> Stop doing nah, that. I'm gonna keep doing your mom's sound know, effect. I don't the know whole what episode. my mom did yet. I nah. need to see the video. <laughs> you look, y'all had an authentic sound effect. Yo, because I'll put it right in here. <laughs> a matter of fact, I'm gonna have Key do it. Yo, bring my DJ in here. <laughs> oh man, what a good time. Who's next? Speaking of DJ Key, Will Key Voice, mm-hmm. the voice of the streets, the voice of in the moment. Shout out to him. Yes, absolutely. He was incredible. Great job. He was incredible at DJing, at storytelling, at just being a part of the In The Moment unit. And again, I'm sorry if you weren't there and we're just reiterating how great the show was, but that's not by accident. Mm. That's on purpose. Mm -hmm. Now, when I did think of Key after the show Mm -hmm. was when they brought up time blindness. (gasps) Oh. Right? Yeah. This man has never been on time for anything. No, ever. Ever in his life. I've never seen him on time. Before. Never one time has I seen this man be on time. He Not even to me pulling up to his house. No, he's not on time when he asks you to come see him. No. That's the funny shit. He has asked me to come to his house by 7. Uh-huh. I get there by 7.30. And when I pull up, he's like, I'll be right back. He has to go to the grocery store. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I'm right around the corner, honey. What are you doing? We had this plan for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Is time blindness, which on a big show they have now said, if you have, I guess, ADD or ADHD, ADHD. Mm-hmm. that you have the excuse of time blindness. And this is why you may not be able to be on time to things. Is that legit, Katie, or are we going a little too far? in trying to appease the minority, which is to a disadvantage to the majority. 15% legit. Okay. For me, how I feel, I was like, 15% of people may actually have a legitimate reason why it is that they can never be on time. 15%. Yeah. The rest of y'all? Yeah. No. No, 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 no. No such thing as a time blindness. Because when you realize that you're not on time, you, you know how to act accordingly. You're choosing. You're choosing just to live that life. There's no such thing as a person that's that busy. Nope, 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 nope. I don't believe it at all. No, I believe if you want to be on time to something, you're going to be on time to something. Yeah. If your favorite girl, your favorite chick, your girlfriend, your wife, whatever, hits you up and say, yo, be by the house at this time because tonight is the night, you're going to be on time. Mm-hmm. And I agree. <laughs> you're going to be on time for what you want to be on time for. I agree. I don't think there's any reason why... People want to be late or they use excuse. Well, this is what I do. Did I know you change your routine? Like I realized that for me to be on time for certain things, I need to have a routine. And in within my routine is also a grace period for me getting gas because I'm that type of person. I don't like to get gas the night before. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. But just because I didn't get gas the night before doesn't mean I'm going to be late the next morning. Mm. You know, like that, that that's not going to go into my time block of me being late to work still. I'm still going to be on time. 
because it's a part of my block. I know my schedule. Like I know what I need to do to get somewhere on time. And I think people who aren't on time purposely, consistently is disrespectful. Speaking I of, hate it. No, I'm with you. Oh, it's I very disrespectful. I hate you it. are a very prompt individual. Mm-hmm. You are very on time. Probably the most on time person I have ever met in my life. And that's genuine. But speaking of routine, I struggle with this routine of trying to figure out when to be my most authentic self on the big show mm-hmm. and when to just say I'll wait for the, to be in the moment. Why? Because I want to be sensitive mm-hmm. to things I may not truly understand or know. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those times. Mm-hmm. Because to be completely honest, when I first heard of this time blindness thing, I thought you have to be out of your mind. Yes. How is this a thing? Mm-hmm. Like people are really blind in real life. Yep. I knew a blind individual very well, actually, from when I was going to a particular school. Mm-hmm. She was there before me. Mm-hmm. Every day. Mm-hmm. She was never late. No, she was really blind. Like in real life. Mm-hmm. So then if you don't have time blindness when you're really blind, I don't understand how to be sensitive to this. You can't. Well, I, well, I don't think there is. And I know there's going to be people that's going to definitely kill me for this. Well, you're single. It's just you, yourself, and you. You don't have a family. You don't yeah. do da right? Now, what I will say about those, especially I know how parents are like, well, the kids. I can't control what the kids going to do. I don't know what's going to happen. Blah, 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 blah. Right? Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Right? <laughs> I will say that maybe for certain changes in your life, you need to figure out an adjustment period. Like, if you're not on your regular routine. Like, I feel like today if I had a kid, I would have to readjust my schedule. And it may take a minute. Mm-hmm. And I may be late for certain things mm-hmm. until I figure it out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you oh, adjust. We all going to have to adjust. adjust at some point in life. But at some point, you have to adjust. You have to adjust. And when you adjust, then you get on a new fucking schedule yep. because your life is something entering in your life is new. So I know, for example, someone who had a kid well over six months ago mm-hmm. and is now consistently late to work. They never were before, but now they're consistently late, consistently, a time, 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 time again. I give you the grace period of the first three, four months or whatever. You're trying to figure it out and adjust, but you know what you need to do. You mm-hmm. know what time and schedule you need to be on and how you need to do it. You should now know that because of this child, my regular routine it can't be the same. I may have to get up even earlier than before. I may not want to, but I need to if I want to be on time for whatever I need to be on time for, especially work. You have to make adjustments. So, yes, for certain people, I'll give the grace of there may be an adjustment period where you will be late for like whatever that period of time is. But you got to make the adjustment and you shouldn't. After that, you no longer blind. You was blind because you didn't know what you was getting into. But once you get into it, no. And you know what, Katie? I hate, another thing I hate, I hate to make it racy. And I, I don't do that on a big show. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like as the only black person on the show, there are times when I'm just so out of place because I'm like, this has a little bit to do with me being black. Mm-hmm. Because I think the majority of us, and, the, and I learn this the more I'm on the big show, and I mean no shade, but the majority of us, I believe, were raised to simply live feeling as if there's just no excuse for anything. Like we're already behind the power curve. Exactly. You just can't use excuses like that. We just don't have that privilege. We were raised to give 110% as our 100%. Period. 
Like, it, that, you just don't get to do that Mm-mm. ever. Ever. And there are times when B will say it. Sometimes I feel like the way he was raised, the way he talked, I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, you kind of understand a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because it's similar. Like, I, yo, you you showing up black. Mm-hmm. I dare you to show up late also and then say you have time blindness. Two strikes. <laughs> it's not just one. It's two strikes. Now already. you got two against you. You was late one time. You don't mm-hmm. get to do that. Like, so sometimes I be dialing it back. Like, let me not bring my blackness into this conversation because if I do... It's going to go an entirely different way. We just simply were not raised to be able to have the type of excuses of, I have time blindness, because your parents would have looked at you and said, can you see the clock? Mm-hmm. Can you see your watch? Yep. Then shut the fuck up. And get and the fuck it. up. <laughs> exactly. Right, like, and it was over. Yep. That You didn't get an opportunity, but I don't want that to be the reason I don't give grace to someone else. You see what I'm saying? So I struggle with that. Because time blindness sounds a little wild to me. It sounds hella wild to me. Because everyone else has to figure out how to get their own time. And if you can see a clock, and you can do a little bit of math, then you know what time you have to be there. You know why it sounds wild to me? For me personally? Uh Uh-huh. And maybe it could just be me a thing. Everyone's different. In the six years that I have worked in this building, well, actually, seven now, Damn, seven years that I have worked in this building, I can count on one hand how many times I've been late. Wow. How many times I've overslept. One hand. And it doesn't exceed four. Did you get an award for it? No. Of course not. Of course not. You know, of course not. You don't get an award for doing the right thing. But I'm like, so if I've found a way to manage and do what I need to do to get here on time with seven fucking years... And I know people who are showing up late every single day who have less responsibilities than me. Mm-hmm. Th- to me, I, j- I just can't put my, I can't wrap my head around it. I can't, that's, I can't understand that's the one situation where I can't put myself in someone else's shoes unless you're trying to make an adjustment because you just had a kid or something like that. Like, but if you're, if you're on the same level as me mm-hmm. and you late every freaking day, for some reason, that that's one of my pet peeves. That gets under my skin. I get why. That gets under my skin so much. I hate someone. Well, hate is a strong word, but no, no. I hate it. It's <laughs> disrespectful. someone, yes, I feel like it's a so, certain level of disrespect. And I don't have kids. Mm-hmm. So I try to stay out of the conversation of kids. But I have yeah. certainly heard the excuses of certain people with kids for a long time. And then I've watched people with kids who have no excuses. Two kids sometimes, three kids sometimes, no father in their life. They'll get their own time. Mm-hmm. They figure it out. Where there's a will, there's a way. You better believe me. So when I look at that and then I look at the people who have kids and say, well, I can't do it because I have one or I have two or I have whatever, it's like, is it true? Mm-hmm. I can't get in the middle of that debate because I don't have kids. I don't know, but I've, I certainly watch my mama figure it out. Mm-hmm. Watch a lot of mamas figure it out. So it's like, when do you draw the line of, okay, that might actually be a thing? Or you're just making excuses. But time blindness is a little bit difficult for me to get behind. Same here. And I also believe, it's being that... infuriating. <laughs> I'm man, so mad about certain things. You done been on time all this time. And if we're going to make... <laughs> and I'm not mad if we changing the culture. I'm all for the change of the culture. I'm just saying let's not only change the culture in certain situations, right? If, if time blindness is a thing, well, CP time has to be a thing. Oh, absolutely. Neither one of us should ever have to be on time again. You know what? You feel me? Like, if we're going to do this, let's let's go all the way here. Can we sign the petition today? 
Yes. <laughs> Change.org. CP time. I'm never going to be on time anywhere else again, and uh-uh. it should be legal mm-hmm. because of, you know, the C. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Stay tuned for another episode of In the Moment with their host Mo and co-host Katie.